The following content is brought to you by Orange Thunder and Abigail 13. Nintendo Switchcraft. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about Nintendo Switch sales surging and Nintendo expecting even more out of the platform. They are finally replacing the NEX system. If you don't know what that is, stick around to find out. Uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury has leaked, uh, which is unfortunate. And Mr. Furukawa says that we're going to announce games when we're ready to announce games. Those stories and more on today's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Before we get started with today's episode, do me a favor, and if you are here on my YouTube channel over at nerdnest.tv, click on all of the buttons down below because it really does help. And if you want to listen to the show, you want to take it on the go and listen to it while you're doing dishes or mowing the lawn or shoveling the driveway, wherever it is that you live, uh, then you can do that as well by checking it out on your favorite podcast player. Just head to your favorite podcast player and type in Nintendo Switchcraft. Let's get started with the news that Nintendo has sold almost 80 million Nintendo Switch units. That now puts it past the 3DS, which is really, really impressive, especially when you consider that the 3DS was on sale for a much longer period of time. The Nintendo Switch has only been on sale since 2017, since March of 2017. So it's very impressive for the Nintendo Switch to outsell that. But during an investor's call recently, Mr. Furukawa said, look, yeah, you know what? It sold really well, but we expect that it's going to outsell the Wii. Now, I'm just gonna tell a quick story about the Wii. I remember very distinctly when the Wii came out, well, first off, I remember the the E3 thing, and I said, I thought the 3DS was going to be stupid, in a or the DS, not the 3DS. I thought the DS was going to be stupid, and it turned out to be awesome. I believe in Nintendo. I think that they're going to do the right thing with the Wii. They showed us the thing. I knew it was weird, but I could tell that it was going to be something big, and it absolutely was. And I remember a very cold, I think either November or, yeah, November, a very cold November night, my wife and I uh, went and kind of camped outside of Best Buy so that we could pick up a Wii and put it under the Christmas tree. It was really, it was a really, really tough month waiting for Christmas to roll around, knowing that there was a Wii in the house and that I couldn't play it. Uh, but we ended up getting one. We were out overnight and picked it up. And there's a lot of people who did that same exact thing. And why did they have to do that same exact thing? Because the Wii was incredibly popular. And for Nintendo to come right out and say, we anticipate that we're going to outsell the Wii, that's really impressive. Especially because the Nintendo Switch has only been on the market since 2017. That is incredibly fast uh, uptick rate. And of course, the, the Switch is just on fire right now. I'm anticipating that we're going to get more variations on the Nintendo Switch. So far, we've had the Switch, and then we've had the the updated Switch, which had, which had slightly better battery life, not due to an, an, an improved battery, but 
due to an improved chipset that used less energy, uh, less electricity. Um, then we had the Switch Lite, and I anticipate that we're going to have more Switch updates because Nintendo knows that that helps them cause people to double dip, triple dip sometimes. Um, when you look at the Wii, generally people bought one for the house. So you had one and then you were all done. With a portable system like the Nintendo Switch, you buy multiples for the different people in your house so that everybody can play together. Uh, so, you know, I have a Nintendo Switch. My son has one. My wife has one. My niece has one. My daughter has one. That's a lot of Nintendo Switches. And that's why Nintendo can anticipate that the Switch is going to outsell the Wii because people are going to keep double dipping. And on top of that double dipping, not just for having a bunch of uh, different people in the house and having one for everybody, there's also people like me who bought the original Switch and then when the new one came out, we traded in our old one to get the new one. So that means that they essentially sold me, just me, I'm not talking about my family, but they sold just me two Switches. We also updated my son's Switch when that deal came around. And so that means that they sold uh, me and my son each two Switches. I think that as Nintendo you know, looks at the Switch and it gets more long in the tooth, they'll update it, they'll refresh it, they'll do it again, and it's going to keep selling more and more copies. And then when the sales start to slow down, I think that we've already had some, like, themed Nintendo Switches, but when the sales start to really slow down, that's when they're going to come start coming out with lots of different themed Nintendo Switches. I mean, look at what they did with the 3DS. They had, um, you know, 3DS after 3DS that was just, here. here's a cool one that looks like Zelda stuff. Here's one that's Metroid themed. Here's one that's Yoshi themed. Here's one that's uh, Luigi themed. And they just kept bringing those out over and over and over. And it's it's pretty easy to do with the Switch. Uh, up until recently, they were doing it just by changing the Joy-Cons in the dock, but then they just brought out the Super Mario uh, one that's the red and blue one, and even the border of the Nintendo Switch is, you know, it's not black anymore. I can't remember off the top of my head if it's red or if it's blue. I think it's, I think it's red. Um, that kind of thing is going to get people who already have Nintendo Switches to buy more because there are people who are just collectors and they just like to have multiple versions of the same thing because they just, they like having the variety. They like collecting things like that. And that is really going to help Nintendo push past those ridiculous Wii numbers. Uh, anyway, I think that this is fantastic. And uh, let me know in the comment section down below if you're watching this on the YouTube channel. If Nintendo started bringing out more themed Switches, would you buy another one to replace the one that you already have? Uh, let me let me know in the comment section down below. Let's talk about multiplayer real quick. Back in the days of the GameCube, the GameCube, yeah, I know, it's a really, really long time ago. Nintendo had this system called NEX. Now, NEX was their, uh, basically their multiplayer um, protocol that they were using. And I might not be using exactly the right words, but it was basically their way of handling multiplayer stuff. Um, it's 18 years old. It's really, really old uh, as far as technology goes. 
and they are finally replacing it with a new system. The new system is called NPLN. Now, if you don't play a lot of multiplayer games, you might hear this news and think, all right, so what's really the benefit here? Well, honestly, we don't know what the benefit is yet because we haven't really spent much time with NPLN, but NEX had serious issues uh, especially when somebody had a poor connection. So let's say that you're playing on the Nintendo Switch. Maybe you're playing uh, Super Mario Maker. That's a game that you can play multiplayer. And you're playing Super Mario Maker, and somebody that you're playing with has a bad connection. Well, what will happen is everybody, everybody, not just that person, everybody's game would slow to a crawl while that person's connection caught up. So if they're, I don't know, like in the backyard... Uh, on a hammock, really, really far away from their Wi-Fi access point, they're going to be ruining everyone else's game, essentially. If you've ever played Smash Online, you know what it's like when you get paired with somebody who has a really, really bad connection because the timer on the top of the screen will actually count down slower than it actually should. So like 10 seconds might take 30 seconds. It's really ridiculous. It's really frustrating. And of course, in a game like um, Smash Brothers, like eventually you just get fed up and you want to quit, but they didn't give us a way to quit. Now, we don't know if NPLN is uh, better than NEX, but I don't know. I guess it kind of has to be, right? It can't be much worse. So wh where, where are we getting this information? Well, the Monster Hunter... Rise, I had to think of the name of it. The Monster Hunter Rise demo is the first game that has NPLN as its multiplayer system. Uh, we don't know uh, how good or how robust it is. Um, the, the Really, the only way for us to find out is for massive amounts of testing. And, you know, Monster Hunter, while an incredibly good game and in a very, very popular game, and a game that is focused on multiplayer, I also think at the same time, all of those things being true, it's still pretty niche. It's still pretty niche. And then even with it being as niche as it is and being just a demo, there's a lot of people who are just saying, ah, I'm just going to wait and I'll play it when it comes out. So in order to get real data about how good or bad NPLN is, we need to have the game actually in the wild. Uh, which is too bad uh, because I'm I'm very interested in finding out uh, when like what NPLN is going to be like. I I cannot imagine that it will be worse than NEX was, um, but only time will tell. Speaking of NEX, um, <laughs> Super Mario 3D World, which is supposed to come out very very soon, I believe on the 12th. Yeah, I think it's on the 12th that it comes out. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I'll tell you right there. Um, it comes out on the 12th, uh, but there's already people who have broken street date and have been able to pick it up at a retailer, and then they've uh, cracked the cartridge and uploaded the information to the internet, and now people are streaming it and playing it all over the place, and soundtracks are being uploaded. So uh, that happened, and... What you might be wondering is, well, okay, why did you say, speaking of any NEX? Because this game uses NEX. 
not NPLN. So Super Mario 3D World uh, plus Bowser's Fury has now been leaked on the internet. The final build of the game was made on November 25th, 2020. So the game has just kind of been sitting and ruminating until then. Uh, Bowser's Fury is codenamed Ocean. The port was made in collaboration with Nintendo Software Technology, uh, Nintendo's US studio, and 1UP Studio. Uh, this is information coming to from uh, to us from at Oatmeal Dome on Twitter. Uh, and it uses NEX, not NPLN. So somebody might say, well, okay, uh, multiplayer online uh, is in this game. Why are they using the old system? Why aren't they using NPLN instead of N- NEX? And the only reason that I can think of, and it's the reason that makes the most sense to me, is because this is an old game. I know that the final build of the game came out on November 25th, um, 2020, but this is a game from the Wii U. And I, I know everybody knows that, but you can't just rip out the NEX stuff from the Wii U version of the game and then cram in NPLN stuff uh, into the game and expect it to just work the way that that you want it to. I, that's That's just not going to happen. So why am I bringing this up? Because, I mean, let's be honest, this is really a game that's much more fun with coach co-op and uh, playing online. While possibly appealing, the fact that they're using NEX kind of ruins it for me because you know that there's going to be somebody who is, you know, you're going to get paired up with somebody and they're going to be, uh, I don't know, on a train or driving, you know, they're they're riding in a car down the highway uh Going, going off their their cell phone hotspot and their connection is going to be terrible and that's going to kind of freeze frame your game and slow everything down. So why didn't they update to NPLN? Because it's too much work. It's probably way too much work. And that brings me to my next point. You know, people hear about this NEX versus NPLN and a lot of people are probably wondering, will they update the old games for the new system. Now, as somebody who is not a network network engineer, I don't know. I'm assuming it's way too hard or they would have done it with this release. That's just an assumption on my part, though. I could be completely wrong about that. Uh, So will we see Smash Brothers updated for uh, NPLN instead of NEX? I don't know. Will we see Super Mario Kart updated for the new system? I don't know. I hope so, but I'm not depending on it. I really doubt that that kind of thing is going to happen because if it were going to happen, then I think that they would have been able to squeeze in NPLN on this game, uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, before they finished the November 25th uh, final final patch for it. Uh, anyway, let me know what you guys think about NPLN versus NEX. And uh, is it going to be something that figures into whether or not you buy games in the future? Like, it's not like we are going to be able to look on the box and find out, oh, this is this is on NEX instead of NPLN. I'm not going to buy it. Or this one, you know, you know what I mean? Anyway, 
Moving on, we have some recent Nintendo marketing uh, blurbs that are including information about Breath of the Wild 2. I am super hyped for Breath of the Wild 2. Breath of the Wild is my favorite game of all time. I constantly consider booting it back up and playing it again, but I refuse because I know that if I do, I will get completely sucked in and I will play nothing else for a very, very long time. Uh, So I'm just, I'm holding out for when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. I remember when they first announced that they were making a full-on sequel to Breath of the Wild 2, and my hype level went through the roof. Like, I can't believe that they're making a sequel to my favorite game ever. Anyway, in this marketing blurb, they say, Finally, Link and Zelda return in an eagerly awaited successor to the unforgettable action-adventure The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild with series producer E.G. Onuma uh, promising a darker adventure this time. Deep within the caverns beneath Hyrule Castle, a new and powerful threat awakens. Can our courageous heroes save the kingdom again? Uh, I'm super hyped. I'm very, very hyped. The fact that they're talking about this in some marketing stuff makes me think that it's possible that we see it this year. Now, if you go back to when they first Uh, made this announcement that they were making this game my prediction my incorrect prediction i'll 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 add uh my prediction was that this is a game that would be coming out holiday 2020 uh stacks up perfectly against the release of the xbox series x and the ps5 gives people a reason to buy a nintendo switch obviously doesn't really matter nintendo switch is flying off the shelves but it gives people a reason to pick up a nintendo switch because they've got this new uh, new Zelda adventure. My guess is COVID got in the way, and that didn't happen. So when is the game going to come out? Obviously, I don't know. I'm really hoping that we hear something about it soon. Now, the odds of that being the case are, I don't know. I don't know if soon is really going to happen. I I think that the game will come out this year. I think that Nintendo recently has really been playing things close to the vest and not telling us anything until right before release, which, in my opinion, is the right way to go. You know, you don't want to be like CD Projekt Red or Square Enix where they come out and they say, hey, here's a game that we're working on and we'll let you know about it more next year. And then next year comes and they're like, hey, we're still working on that game. We'll tell you more about it next year. And then three or four years go by, and then finally you get the game. Nintendo, I feel like they're they're doing something more akin to what Bethesda does. Well, what Bethesda did with, we'll say, um, Fallout 4. So, like, Todd Howard got up on stage and he said, Hey, everybody, uh, we're making Fallout 4, and, it's, and this is at E3, mind you, which is in June. And he says, and it's coming out in, I think it was November. Uh, I could be wrong about the month, but the, the the span of time between the announcement and when the game came out was very short, especially when you look at what the rest of the gaming industry does. And recently, Nintendo has been doing that kind of thing. You look at the Paper Mario game, uh, Origami King, that came out uh, last year. Nintendo announced that, and then a couple months later, it was on the shelves. You look at 
Um, oh, there, there's another game that's coming, uh, Pokemon Snap. I, yeah, we did hear about that quite a while ago, but that's coming in April. Um, I feel like Nintendo, oh, the Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Like, they announced that game, and it's coming out in February. It's not, we didn't know about it for all that long before it came. And I think with last year, Nintendo was able to stand there and say, we didn't have a bunch of stuff delayed due to COVID. Well, they probably did, but because they didn't tell us anything ahead of time, how are we to know? You know what I mean? So I do anticipate that uh, Breath of the Wild did get delayed, but because they never gave us an, a, a launch date, we have no way of knowing that. And I do think that we will get uh, Breath of the Wild this year. Now, Mr. Furukawa, who, if you don't know, is the uh, president of Nintendo, uh, he was talking at a um, uh, a shareholders meeting, I believe it was, and he said, our software lineup for the next fiscal year is a topic we will discuss at the appropriate time. We have already announced our plans to release Super Mario 3D World Plus Bowser's Fury in February, followed by Monster Hunter Rise in March, and a new Pokemon Snap in April. As always, we are preparing a variety of software titles for consumers in the coming fiscal year. So he's talking about what's happening in the near future and clamming up about anything that's happening uh, further down the road. And personally, I think that, that is the right way to go because if you announce things too soon and then you have to delay them, all that does is tick people off. It's much better to have it completely done, like we'll say um, Super Mario 3D World, which was finished in November, and then just sit on it for a bit and say, oh, by the way, here's a game, launch, bam. Everybody gets hyped, everybody picks it up while the hype is real. Uh, I think that that's, that's the way to go. And I think that Nintendo is doing the right thing there. So when will we hear about Zelda Breath of the Wild 2? Fingers crossed for June? I mean, I don't think we're we're not going to have E3 the way that we've had E3 in the past. E3 last year got canceled due to COVID. I anticipate this year probably it'll still be canceled due to COVID. Maybe they'll just do online stuff, in which case Nintendo will just do a Nintendo Direct whenever they feel like it. They don't have to compete with everybody else for, for eyeballs, especially if they're talking about Zelda. Anyway, what are your predictions for when Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out. Let me know if you're watching on YouTube in the comment section down below. If you also would like to support Nintendo Switchcraft, that's super easy to do. Head on over to patreon.com slash run jump stomp. This is exactly what the people who have been getting all of my episodes without any ads, the, the buck a month club, that's what they've been doing. The early access club gets these episodes ahead of time. And then there's our producers, people like John Eisenmenger, Bowser, Travis McGuire, and the Sean. Thank you very much uh, to each and every one of you for listening and for supporting. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.